0: This
1: is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello,
2: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and with me today, Nick Campton. Hello. We've nailed
0: it. We've got it.
2: I think that one. Congratulations,
0: everybody. We're living in the future.
2: Yeah, Uh, Harry, we'll let you behind the curtain a little bit. I think there's like the fifth one of these we've recorded, and I've used the old alongside me as always for the first four, but we
1: didn't feel right about it. That's fine. so we've, Mate, we've, we've, I think, I think you've I like evolved, this new man, you are actually thinking about it now. see?
2: So. yes, but the intro, which is done by you and your dulcet tones will remain. So <laughs> do that's people know important. that that's me or I think they have to, you right?
0: know what, Harry, I think they might
2: yeah <laughs> I, I i guess like new listeners won't but like i mean anyone who's listened to the show for any period of time you're you don't really go usually more than a couple of months without being on so like yeah. surely most people would i think but anyway we are here to talk all things at newcastle knights harry former rugby league writer uh knights die hard for life even through the dark days of 2016 um has Nights are a weird one this year. I can't really get a read on them. Like, are you feeling optimistic? You're feeling pessimistic? What what are we doing here?
1: What what are we doing? I think we're getting the spoon. And I and I and I'm not <laughs> and I'm not saying oh, that for shock acid. value. Like genuinely, a few weeks ago, right, I was dead set, yeah, we'll get the spoon. Uh, just because, you know, the injury fact, there's mate our whole spine gets done by injury every year and like to start with our spine's never that great. um, And then, yeah, just the, the wheels fall off inevitably, but all of a sudden um, we signed Lockie Miller and then Cade Dykes got injured like two hours later in like the cruelest twist of fate. And I thought, shit, like now the sharks have the injury curse. Like that's the rule now. Like they, they're the injured injury curse club. Like, it's been lifted, so so like I don't know. Maybe we'll finish twelfth, but um, yeah, I, I don't think we'll go that well this year. I've got to be honest with you.
0: So to beat the curse, all you had to do was sign a former rugby player. Pretty much, so you yeah. Made you have made a deal with with your devil, which is rugby union, in an effort to stay the curse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anything <laughs> to get anything to get the curse off.
0: Well, man, you got to dance you, with the devil that's right dance with the devil might last forever the thing I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit with with Bungard because Harry I completely understand your pessimism it's reflected in nearly every single Knights fan I know like you would think that this was 2016 again by how downtrodden and sort of beaten down you all are but a team that's got Bradman Best, Dane Gagai, Dom Young, Jackson Hastings, Kalen Ponga, the Safidi brothers, Adam Elliott and Tyson Frizzell and Jaden Brayley that should be the nucleus of a finals team. But like when you look at that, when you look at that, when you just look at that list of players and you think about, you know, you got to fill out the rest of the roster and all that, but that should be the foundation for at least a seventh or eighth place finish, I, I think, in, I, in some order.
1: I 100% agree with you. Like, individually, all those guys are, like, are good football players, right? But mm. it's the... It's the mentality I think they miss. It's like the between the years they just don't all have it. Like it's been a thing in Newcastle for a long time that as soon as they're given an out, they'll take it. As soon as someone says, "Oh, it's a bit hard," you know, they're more than happy to pack it in. Um, yeah, they're just not prepared to pay the price most weeks. I reckon you saw that last last year. Like they just did not turn up some weeks. Like they leaked more than forty points in eight games. Last year, didn't score a try in two home games in a row. Like they were like, honestly, like 2016 was bad. Like I had some mm. optimism last year that they were going to be like not top four, but like yeah. you know, semi-decent. Like I thought they were going to be five to eight. I thought was probably going to be a really good season for them. And they were capable of that. But man, like they were lucky not to get the spoon. Like they were terrible.
0: I I think was, I said this so, to you. It went so badly, so quick as well. Oh, that was the part. Like, first two weeks of the season, right? So they play the Roosters in Sydney and they don't just beat them like they they handle them too. They play West up there and like West is shit, but whatever. And they blow them off the park and then they sort of match it with Penrith for 50 minutes. Mitch Barnett gets sent off. And then after that, everything just goes. And that was the out. Everything. Everything after that is just disgusting. But the
2: fact is there's some Knights fans who literally blame the tailspin of the entire season on that one incident, which is hilarious but, to me. But what, Obviously, but, it was bad, but Jesus.
1: Yeah, but what happened from that bungard was, and this is the the immaturity um, of some of the playing group. Allegedly, like guys like the Saifidi twins and some of those guys who have been around a long time really got the shits because the club moved Barnett on. And they were just like, oh, yeah, I right. didn't look after our mate. Like now, to say something like that is ridiculous. Oh yeah, no, one elbow to a Chris Smith in round three like ruins your season. But yeah, they and then yeah, like they that was their out, and they're just like, no, nah, we got the shits because you see how well like the Saifidi twins played in Origin. Like Jacob Deadset had like as good a debut as any Blues ever had. And then they just go back to club football, and it's like they just slept walk through the rest of the season. Mm. It would explain it. it. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's 100% true, but you know, there's a theory behind it, and it would not shock me at all.
2: I think I said this to you during the year last year, towards the end of the season. It is worse than when you are just bad, because when you're a bad football team, you expect nothing and you win a couple of games or in your case, one game, one game, And you're just like, you're just getting through it. Really? You're just going through the motions. You win. It's a nice bonus. You're expecting to lose. It doesn't matter. But yeah, this is a team now that, I mean, after Adam O'Brien came in, after they, they made the, made the finals that year, they had that loss against South where they led big early on. And, Like things were supposed to be trending upwards and they've just done the opposite of that. And that is just so much worse than when you expect nothing. Yeah. There
0: there can be, there can be no true despair without hope. Mm. And Knights fans had reason to hope because making the finals in 2020 was a big deal just because they hadn't done it in such a long time. And for five minutes, it looked like they were going to stick it up South as well. So that's something. And they lost to power in 2021, but I thought they played okay in that game. I, I, thought thought they like played, they
1: got, I thought they really gave a good account of yeah, it. I, th- I thought they yeah.
0: I thought they were unfortunate to lose that one um but then yeah but then it all just it all just sort of goes to shit so we'll start with the big one Adam O'Brien like he's one of the coaches that's really really under pressure things really soured for him last year like it soured a lot of the club do you think he survives the year do you want him to survive the year and what do you th- what do you sort of see as like a breaking point what's going to All be, right what's gonna, what's going to be the Putting the obvious Turning thing point, first. To keep him, or that aside to punt him.
1: I want him to survive the year because that means that we're yeah. If he survives so the year, that means okay. things are good. Course, yeah, yeah. We're like we're you know like we've not won the comp, but you know we've been you know reasonable. Um. Yeah i th- I think he will. I, I I like I really think he will because I think he has the backing of. Phil Gardner, he, he's, it's hard to get in Phil Gardner's ear, but looking at the tea leaves, I, I think he, I think Phil Gardner believes in him. And, and I know Phil Gardner's a man who wants success in this, and this and that quickly. But I, I think that O'Brien has his ear and while ever he's got his ear, he's going to be sweet, but yeah, it's going, it's going to be touch and go, but I would err on the side of, I think he'll see out the year. Um, I'd be a bit sh- I'd be a bit shocked if he got moved on. What was interesting last year? So at the end of 2021, it was announced that Hayden Knowles was coming to Newcastle, um, and O'Brien in his first two pre-seasons there had a lot of control over the program. Um, you know, every session he he sort of had control of what was going on. And then when Knowles come in, Knowles took up a lot of that um you know authority and it and apparently there was whispers going around that O'Brien was unhappy with where his players were coming into he's like yeah we're going to be we're going to be really good early but like we're going to we, we've cooked them mm. like, and there was a little bit of that so it would be interesting to see that he he took he retook control of a lot of the off season stuff again this year so it'd be interesting to see whether okay, well, I've got control and I've got things the way I want them now. There's really no excuses now. If he can't get them going, then it's like, okay, we will got to move on and try and find someone that can. But, yeah, like, I, I think it's fast. it'll be fascinating to watch with that in mind that he took a bit more control back after giving some up. Um, yeah, I want him to do well. Like, he seems like a good guy. He had the really bad... Um, moment after, was it the Storm game? The, yeah, I know what success looks oh, like. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, well, like, that was a bad moment. But the thing
0: is, even if that's objectively true, you can't roll that out after you've been outscored 89 to 4 <laughs> in nah. the last two games. Uh, uh, uh. You know, like, you, uh, uh. that's, that's not the time, you know? Nah,
1: he got, he got that wrong. But again, this is a guy who, until the start of the pandemic, had never even been a head coach of a pub side. Mm. Like, like whether you should employ someone in that role to to begin with, I don't know, but I mean, he'd still got the side to finals in the first, in his first two cracks at it. So I think he, I think he does deserve that benefit of the doubt, I guess. But yeah, I'm just really interested to see what happens and the narrative that'll sort of shape around him.
0: I'm always really impressed when I, maybe not that time, not that time where he said he knows what success looks like, but most of the time in press conferences and media ops, just talking to him, I'm always really impressed by. He's got. A, he's, it's very clear his knowledge of the game, and it's very clear he has a really good understanding of the game. But what what sort of worries me is kind of the stagnation if, of a couple of players. And I think the best example of that is Bradman Best. Yeah, absolutely. Best, Bradman Best. Bradman Best should be one of the best centers in the entire league. Yeah, like he's had the physical capabilities to do that since he since he was a since he was 19 years old. But I feel like it's just not happening for him. And like, you know, health plays a part in that. He hasn't been able to string together as many games as, as you would as you would want. But like this is this is like this is an incredibly talented player. This is sort of like a once in a decade yep. type prospect for this position. And he's coming into his fourth full season in first grade. And he's only still only 21. Like still plenty of time. But I feel like he would not even scratched the surface yet. You know, so that, uh-uh. those sorts of things are what are what gives me the biggest concern with O'Brien.
1: Yeah, I um, I really agree, and he really fell away last year, Bradman. But I saw something online the other night, and I don't know. You know how some got you see them, and they've just got that fit look in their face, like he they just look like in really good peak condition. And I know it's a and it's an anecdotal thing, but. I don't know, he just had that look where it's like, I think the penny might have dropped that. Nah, like I've got to work harder. Like Mm. I'm actually not sort of getting to where I need to be. Like I'm more or less as a junior, I mean, he probably coasted through just on raw strength because he was just bigger and stronger than everyone in his position. But I think the penny might have started to drop now. Mm. At least at, I could be completely wrong. It's just a hunch I've got. Yeah. Um. And and I think sometimes it's really bad, like when you have a year like they did last year where it's like they were like good year, good year, or, you know, good half a year when they went into the bubble in Queensland because there was some issues before they went into the bubble in Queensland. Um, and then they just really bottomed out. Like they had that oh, shit, like, are we going to have to tear it all down and start again? Or, like, you you really have to stare into the fire and go, fuck, is what we're doing right? Or oh, ha- have we completely ruined this and we've got to and I, – and I think a lot of them, I think the penny will have dropped and, and they'll realise not what it takes. Like, yeah, no, finishing seventh and all of that is good. But, like, if you just keep showing up with that attitude – like you're just gonna get your ass handed to you eventually, and I think they'll be like, "No, nah, like we've got to, we've got to find another gear," and I don't, I don't know how far that'll take them, but yeah, you know, I, I think they would have learned so much from last year and just how, how rough it got at times. Yeah, mate. It's, I mean, you know,
2: it, it's not. Not not a lot of things have happened to really inspire faith for this year. But how do you feel about Jackson Hastings coming into the club? I mean, he had some pretty good games for the Tigers last year. Of course, there's all the always the com- conversation swirling about like his impact on it on a squad and why he keeps being moved on from teams and all of that stuff. But um, you know, he and and he and what Adam Elliott are, like your big gains for this year. There's not really much else. And Lockie Miller the other week, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, how how do you see that
1: working out? See, I was really against the trade, right? Like because if if one thing like David Clemmer has some warts in his game, mm. especially in the 2023 version of rugby league, but man, he was by far and away their best player and the only one who turned up week in week out last week. Why do so many year. fans seem to hate him or seemed think, to hate him towards the end of his career with the Knights? Not me, man. The sheriff. I know. Not you. You always, always has a spot.
2: In you Newcastle. always loved him, but like he seemed like he really did fall out of favor with a lot of fans for whatever reason. And I don't really know why, because every time I yeah. watched you, he was one of your better players. Well,
1: yeah. He tried his ass off every week. And
2: That's he can do. you
1: know, like, and he he would get the shits at training and shit like that. If they were losing and stuff. And they were losing a lot last year. Which week, so by the probably, way, is like it was guys, probably hard to be around, but you, still I'd rather that. You guys,
2: than... guys froth for an effort merchant
1: more than basically exactly. any other team. So like, That's what I never no understood. Sense. That being said, right. Like, I understand because the Pierce thing happened right and they never sort of figured that out or, and a solution sort of never really came up all of a sudden, then you're like, shit, we're getting desperate for, for a halfback. Like, and we've got to have a throw at the stumps and Hastings was it, I guess, because two wasn't going into one at the Tigers. um, And they probably weren't realistically going to do much better in the short term. Yeah. So you, so you got to make a, a trade like in a vacuum. If you can get a starting halfback for a 28, 29 year old forward, well then you would do that. But man, like you're putting a lot of trust in your other forwards to be like, no, yeah. you've got to like use the guys now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I get And that's why, and what I didn't like saying. it for that. I get what you're saying, H. and yeah. I'm a big fan of Clem up as well. I think he's going to be really good for the Tigers. But halfback was just such a position of need for the Knights, and yeah,
1: they were bent. Up. They had to do it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Hastings, yeah. like you know, it, 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 it's 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 he it can he can wear out his welcome pretty quickly sometimes. But he's clearly very adept at steering teams around the park. He's got a really good kicking game, and he is the sort of player who really thrives on having a lot of responsibility. I think. In in just in the in the games he played last year for the Tigers at halfback, he averaged more touches of the ball. It was like 100 of touches in, yeah, a hundred touches. Yeah, anyone in the league outside of dummy halves, which yeah. I think is really what they need. They need someone who can grab him by the scruff of the neck and just really yeah. really take him around the park because that's like that's what Jake Clifford struggled with last year. That's what Adam Kloon struggled with last year. That's what Anthony Milford. Remember when Anthony Milford was on the Knights? Yeah. That's I know. what Anthony Milford struggled with when he was when he joined the club last year. So Well, and
1: it's never been Mitchell Pierce's thing.
0: Well, and that was the thing. Pierce tried to turn himself into that kind of guy, even though it was never really his natural game, but it is Hastings' natural game. So I think it could work. In in theory, I, I actually don't mind it for them. But yeah. the thing that gives me a little bit of pause is the other big move of the offseason, which is Ponga playing. Five eight. So I really another thing they,
1: they another thing they had to try. I feel like it was like, I think I think it was like, well, if not now, when?
0: Yeah, I like, mean, but- like, but like because
1: it's just so hard to get quality playmakers to your club. Like there just is not that many quality playmakers in the comp. Um, you know, it's a little bit of you know shifting the deck chairs to try and patch up a weakness here and there a little bit like but i don't know i just felt like they had to try something you know because at that time you know the hastings thing hadn't happened or lockie miller wasn't on the radar but i wasn't sure i can't remember if i actually tweeted it or put it in a a group chat somewhere i think it was early august last year and it was after Miller played really well in a game for the Sharks, and knowing that he was like their third stringer, and that we were seriously looking at Ponga next year going to six, it's like, well, if you're going to have a a punt on a cheap fullback like the Raiders did with Chance, why not throw Lockie Miller a call and see if you can get him out of Cronulla? Like, it's worth a shot. Like, yeah, you know, for the money you're going to spend, who cares?
0: Sure. I do I don't know I think, how
1: much they're paying him, but it's not going to be that much money.
0: I do like Miller. And I do think Miller's a yeah. good get just to just uh just to have. I think he's I know he's a bit older, I think he's about twenty-eight or twenty-nine, but I think he can give you a couple of really good seasons at fullback, definitely. But
1: well, and they got Bailey Hodgson in the to, in the timeline as well, but like yeah. he he come out from England, got injured, um things like that. He like he just hasn't had enough football down under, you know what I mean? Like he needs some he needs some game time in the Reggies, I, I I think to, you know, actually play. Like he hasn't played that much, so yeah, it's um, yeah, like the Miller signing is a good one, like because you know you, they're not paying him huge money and they're not you're not expecting the world of him, but yeah, like I ultimately think he'll be pretty decent, and I think that sort of makes putting Ponga at six a bit feasible. Like I, I guess they probably sat back. You know, mid last year and thought, or yeah, middle of last year and thought, well, fuck, if we're going to do it, we're going to have to, because they tried the Ruben Garrick thing. Remember, they mm. tried to, they, they kicked the tires on that. So, Peter, like Peter Parr is a, a really good administrator and I'll give him credit for, like, we don't know what the cap is for this year, but he's trying really hard to, to, to find some solutions. You know, are they, you know, home run? Oh my God, like, this is all, what, you know, this, there's no chance this doesn't work. No, they're not that salute, but at least he's trying, man. Like, yeah. Cause the nights in the past, I've always been guilty of just going, well, you know, who's going to want to come here? Like, you know, just throw your hands in the air and go, well, we've got some kids coming through. Hopefully they can do it.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking I've been thinking about the Ponga move a lot because on the surface, I, I really don't like it for a couple of reasons. One of the big ones is remember Origin three last year, right? Remember yeah, that's that the was? and how good he was. Like that was the best of the best, and everyone was playing their best. And he's and Ponga, and Ponga was the best guy on the field. Body kilometre, yeah, yeah, and that's that's not that's not nothing. That's that's a big thing to me, and he did that at fullback, right? So it's clear that that that's that's it's clear he can do special things at that position. He doesn't do them every week for the Knights, but it's clear that that's that's in him. And I think the biggest problem with Ponga over the last couple of years is I think I think they've tried to turn him into like a James Tedesco style guy, someone who takes thirty carries a game and busts up the middle heaps and is is a real kind of workhorse. And like he's okay at that, but it's not really his strength. I would nah. say like I I want him two passes wide, fanging down that left side, throwing cutouts that are like cutting through the fucking rain like the water can't touch them that's how that's how hard they are you know what i mean i want that sort of thing and i want him pushing up through the middle as well like all fullbacks do but I want, I want quality that's, touches. Miller,
1: Miller's better suited to that kind of fullback role, like the yeah. the Robbie O style. Yeah, yeah. But um, I want,
0: I want quality touches yeah, Kaelin the, Kaelin. I not think a quantity.
1: Of I think that the yeah, s- less touches the super, for Kaelin is better. The
2: super coachification of the sport has made people think that just touching the ball as much as possible and running as much as possible is what's always best for the team. Well, yeah, as Latrell Mitchell is. has shown for South, that's not the case. And Ponga, no. I think, is. On that spectrum of a guy like Tedesco touching the ball a thousand times and making a million meters, or Latrell touching it 12 times, but scoring two tries and setting up another two. He is towards that end of that spectrum. And yeah.
1: whereas Jackson uh, Hastings is completely at the opposite. Correct. The
2: end. And Jackson Hastings wants the ball all the time. So they might actually complement themselves really, really well in that regard. Plus, you've got a speed merchant like Lockie Miller in there as well. It, we're talking ourselves into something dangerous here. But no, no, um... <laughs> no. See, I'm not, I'm not,
0: I'm not, I'm not quite I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite there yet because the 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 example that I keep thinking about right is when Jack White and moved from fullback to 5'8 a couple of years ago because there are a couple of parallels like for both of them the thinking kind of was well if it doesn't happen now when is it going to happen we may as well try something they'd both tried the position years before and it had failed and failed pretty badly too like it was abandoned after pretty a couple of weeks
1: spectacularly
0: I if I I'm pretty sure I came on the show at the time. And I smashed White and go to 5-8. I thought it was a terrible idea. You I and I were made... at
2: the Lady Hampshire, both agreeing that it was a terrible idea yeah, in the preseason.
0: Because I thought he'd made some really big strides at fullback the year before. I thought he'd cut a lot of the errors and the bullshit out of his game. And I thought he was really ready to go next level as a footballer. He did go next level as a footballer. It was just at just at 5-8. You know, and at 6. So I keep thinking about that. And I keep thinking, well, Maybe Ponga could make that transition as well. You know, maybe maybe he can make that step, and maybe I'm reading it wrong the way I did with Whiten. But I don't know. I think his game is just so suited to to that to that fullback role, and and being uh, two passes wider, and 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 getting that opportunity to really isolate defenders. I I don't want him closer into the ruck. I've hated for years, Harry, for years how they get him at first receiver a lot. And he mm-hmm. comes up to the line and throws it out. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't no. want you doing that. I want you I want you out wide. I want you cutting guys to pieces. So the idea yeah. of moving in closer to the action, I don't I don't like that. I want I want space for him. I want no, to do that. I able think, to, to I think the trap they fell into fenders, right? you know. So I I don't know, man. I keep going in circles with it.
1: Yeah, the, the trap they the trap they probably fell into, right? When he burst onto the scene, right, and everyone just all that they're like, oh, you know, he's clearly talented, but all he does is sit on the left-hand side of the field. And then they're like, you know, well, he's got to move to the right more. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. And everyone keeps saying that. And it's like, like rightly or wrongly, he nearly won the frigging M as a 19-year-old just sitting <laughs> on the left-hand side of the field. Mm. Like, that was the best use of him. Keep the touches down. And then, yeah, he's a strike weapon. Like That's it. Yeah, he's a strike player. Yeah. Don't don't overcook it. Just yeah,
0: yeah. So that that's that's really what gives what gives me pause, you know. And like you can say, oh, all he did was sit on the left side of the field. All Jack Whiten does now is sit on the sit left, on the left on the side field. of the field. sits on the left side of the field. Pretty much plays as a as a as a fullback. Just sort of hangs out there and yeah. does really really well. He's a little bit more physically robust than Ponga as well, which I think assisted his transition into the front line because oh,
1: you beat me to it
0: well yeah because like that's the my my big knock on ponga isn't isn't he's he's ticker or anything i think he's, he's it's clear he's got he's tough mate he's like tough. people people think he's soft but he's tough, tough he's like, not he's got it yeah. in him but he, durability is a problem yeah like i i don't think he's played 20 games in a season for a while now he hasn't done it since 2019 nah. so like that's a that's a that that could be an issue if you're in the front line all the time and you're getting spotted up because he will be spotted up. Like everyone's going to want to run at him, and he can tackle fine. But the there's just going to be more collisions. Maybe not as big as collisions as they was when he was kick returning, but like people are going to come after him and people are going to batter him around. And I've no doubt that he'll he'll stand up to it as best he that's can. That's been happening for the last, that's been
1: happening for the last yeah. couple of years. Anytime, yeah, the, anytime the sharks playing, they beat the shit out of him and try to like you know yeah, it, it, it is bordering on. Like, bounty gate shit, but anyway. And,
2: and what a guy like David Clemmer is good for in those situations is he's always the first one there to sort things out if a cheap shot's put on. So losing that guy, even just for that little bit of protection aspect on Pongo, is not great either. But
1: Yeah, but we've got Jack Hetherington, mate.
2: Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, the three games a year he's on the field.
1: Yeah, 100%. Fine. Mate, the nephew of Brett Mullins, he's going to do the beer run every morning up in Newcastle. He's going to swing some kegs around, and then he's going to, you know, strap on the boots and... Have a game off the bench.
2: He might the be Knights, the most the, Knights how, player ever in terms of the fact that, like, he'll play, like, he'll get suspended, like, three or four times, but they won't care. They will love it. If he punches, like, Latrell Mitchell or someone in the face, they will absolutely go hog wild yeah. for him up there. He, I was going are
0: the Knights faithful going nuts for him, Harry? Um, I don't know. I don't know
1: the vibe brand Like, he, he grew up in Newcastle. um. So, like, I mean, the locals are always happy when a Valentine Devils junior gets into to play first grade for the Knights, but you'll you'll remember this player, Campo, late nineties. He's got a bit of Troy Fletcher about him, like a oh, little bit mate. a little bit of wild man. Like you could mistake him to be like a brickies laborer. You know, but he'd show up I, on the weekend. I would and not I
0: would it's, not want to be on the bricks with Jack Hetherington. Yeah. I will say that now. Because <laughs> like what you know what happened is like I'd give him a bum horse tip or something. And on yeah. a Monday he would throw a brick at me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be oh, right he'd... to
0: do it. Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, I think, I think part of the thinking with the trade from, like, with with taking Clemmer out of the lineup and getting guys like Elliot and everything Hetherington in the side is they're trying to get a little bit more athletic yeah. in the middle of the field. Elliot's um, a good
2: player man. They got a lot of time for him Elliot. I'm glad you yeah, mentioned same.
0: Elliot because yeah. he he low key had a really good season for Canberra last year. Like it took a while for them to figure out how to use him. Like they played him on the edge and shit which you can do but he's like only okay at it. Yeah. But once he was starting in the middle and he sort of led a lot of the line speed and did a little bit of passing. He was yeah, he really, re- yeah. really effective. And it got to the point where when he signed with the Knights, I was actually kind of pissed off because I was like, this guy. I is... think a
1: few Canberra fans were. they like, well, yeah, we gave him a chance he... after he got sacked. And it's like, uh, oh, that, he's left that, again. That,
0: that, that sort of stuff aside, I was more just like, this guy really, really player. suits yeah. really suits what they had going on there. So, Bungard, you were talking before about, you know, Clemens was the enforcer looking after guys. Like, Elliot's got that sort mm. of thing in him as well. And I like that point you make, you hey, about the pack, being a little bit more athletic. Like you've got Elliot, who's a pretty mobile, quick sort of guy, and then you've got the Safidi twins starting up front, who are both big, athletic, like really good movers for guys that size. All of a sudden, you've gone from uh, a middle with Clemmer, which Humberson. we all like—we all like Clemmer, but he is a bit more plotting. All of a sudden, you've got two big athletic front rowers. You've got a lock forward that's that's really really mobile. You might be able to zing that ball around a fair bit. You've got. Kurt Mann coming on at 13. I really want to see him get a full season playing that middle forward role because I think he'd be quite good at it. You know, so I don't know, man. Like we were trashing the knights at the start, but I keep I keep finding things to I keep finding things to like.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, there's there's just enough to to wet the appetite, isn't there? There's oh, consider, just enough to consider, make you believe like, a little bit. Consider yeah.
0: my appetite wetted. And uh, we I haven't think... even talked about Dominic Young yet. Everybody no. loves Dominic well, Young. Well,
2: future Rabido Dominic Young. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, he's a good I player. mean, we're
1: paying our we're paying our fullback not that much money, probably. Like Hastings, as far as halfback goes, is not on the, the higher end of the salary cap. So Dom Young, we can just pay him. He should. He's you know, a we can player. just give him the Aquila Uarte contract. Mm.
2: That, oh, hell yeah. It, it's 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 just weird, right? Like, and I think we touched on this in previous previews, but like because of the way the competition is, there's just so many good players dotted out around each club. Like you can honestly talk yourself into any team. Well, that's the thing.
0: It's it's what the preseason is all about. Yeah. And I think like, apart
2: from like the teams that were good last year, the top, top teams, you can talk yourself into any of the rest of that cluster, basically pretty much finishing like around eighth, including Newcastle, if things go well.
1: Injury, the off odd field thing happening here or there, a suspension, you know, that hits a club at the wrong time to the wrong player. Like see. Pat Carrigan at the Broncos, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's a long season and, and that kind of what happens, right? Like you you go in swings and roundabouts and like I think I heard Warren Ryan once say that, you know, when you sit down and you're playing a 24-game season, you account, you, yeah, we're probably good for eight wins and eight losses. So that's 16 of your games. And then there's the other eight games that can go either way. And the really, really good sides – they yes. know what to do in those games that go either way, and that's that's the difference between in,
2: the good and the bad side. Remember when 16 Harry, and 8 used to be an amazing season before like Melbourne and Penrith just ruined yeah, the fucking, like, Harry, guidelines Harry of Ramage. what we think is good and bad?
0: Harry Ramage quoting Warren Ryan. Rugby league, rugby, rugby league season has begun. It's back. Fucking, it is back with a vengeance. Who oh, have you guys I'm, got in the I'm pre-season
2: dead. challenge this week? I mean, this will come out afterwards, but I don't know.
1: Who are you playing? Mate, I've got no idea. <laughs> I no
2: idea where, <laughs> they're where playing, they're
0: playing the, the Sharks. They're playing the Sharks. On oh, Friday can we get a seven point trial? Or... Is that hey? a thing? Can we get a seven point try? Can you or... get that? That'd be cool.
2: No, is that yeah, I'm you're... not being a dick. Is that a thing? Oh, fucking, who knows, man. Right. Okay, the
0: Bailey Warriors Hors- are Bailey Hodgson's playing. Bailey Hodgson's playing fullback for the noise You could tell me any no, rule really that can. you just
2: make up right now for this thing, really and I would believe you were just like. If you kick a drop goal with the wrong foot, it's worth three. I'd be like, oh, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's what they're
1: doing. Tell that to Nathan Kalis in 2007 Jeez, or eight. There yeah. we go.
0: Um, against 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 your poor old Knights.
1: Against mine. That was a – actually, no, I'm going to really nerd out here. It was round three, 2008.
0: Jeez. Oh, because we were sure 2-0 and to that?
1: start that year, and I thought, oh, we're going to be 3-0. and para don't look that good. And Nathan freaking Kalis on a Friday night at the old Parramatta Stadium, and Cumberland Oval kicked a left-footed field goal.
2: Yeah. It
1: was pretty that, embarrassing.
2: 30 bucks to go to the charity shield in Mudgee, by the way. That's a bit of a G up.
1: You know, it was, it mate, was round, round
0: three, 2008.
1: Jesus. Um, Wow, you got to pay that much to get. Yeah, and fuel's $2.20 a litre. Like, get out of here. Shan't be attending.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess that's what happens in Joe Biden's America. That's
2: true. Yeah, exactly. This this is the future the Democrats want. Um, Has, I unfortunately, I'm not going as low as you. I've got the Newcastle Knights in 15th.
1: Look, I've got a take for you. The dolphins will finish higher than the knights. Wow. You, you did
0: say you did say the knights would finish Well, class. I mean that's not really so yeah. Kind of yeah, like I mean every yeah. <laughs> and, and, than the yeah,
1: just just because like Wayne will have them try hard every week and I just can't count on my side you know giving a shit and you should try you to know, get Wayne to coach every team. week. See mate, Yeah, they're you just should... so
0: mentally weak. Like, but you should the... you should know you should know that Wayne's not infallible because when he had bad Knights teams he couldn't not... coach them up. They end. didn't
2: come last. They didn't come last.
0: They didn't come last. But there was, was, was not a single. Was... And then late. he, la- and then he left. Set... And
2: then he left. And they came last immediately for a but lot think, of years uh, in a row. I mean, great <laughs> game, Rickard <how'd> Wayne. Do
1: <laughs> people forget the year Wayne left the Knights? Right, like this is nearly a decade ago, but he'd literally coached a season. Like Wayne Bennett has seen everything in rugby league except an Alex McKinnon situation where. They thought the night, like, after that game finished, they thought he was going to die. Like, they thought one of the most popular players in the playing group was going to die. Like, Corbin Slim slept on the hospital floor, Like, and then you've got to play a game in five days, and you're only three. Like, how do you handle that? Like, there's no... Yeah, and... People are like, oh, you know, he dogged us in this and that. And, you know, like, look, maybe he might've, but it's like, Hmm. can you, I don't know, man. Like we all handle situations differently. And I know that one, like he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a manual for that. And yeah. That was one of the seasons, anyway.
2: Well, so. yeah. I mean, the Knights won 10 games that year, Campo, and then he left. And then combined across the next three seasons, they finished last all three times and won a total of 14 why games. To, why are
0: you trying to throw me into the Wayne Bennett fuck the Knights camp? Like, you know, you did what, it yourself. You no, know, you no, know, you know, I don't believe that. You know, I don't believe that.
1: They did it to themselves. Yeah, it
0: themselves. No one to blame for themselves. They did, I this, did, is do, why, like, this is why they closed the coal mines. This is why the Screaming Jets broke up. This is yeah. why pies at that place don't man, cost saw, a dollar anymore. <laughs> I saw the Screaming Jets live the other week. Still got it, man. Gleaso still yeah. got it. If, if I play, play
2: Helping Hand to you before any Knights game, you're back in 13+. plus. Bro, I
0: watched the Screaming Jets, <laughs> and I turned to... I was with friend of the show, Neil Desmond, and other friend of the show, Matt Coleman. And I looked at them both, and I said, Newcastle winning win in the comp. And I believed it. I believed it. <laughs> but then that feeling faded away. And even though Helping Hand's a great song, and Better's a great song, and Shiver's a great song, I've got the Knights in 14th, mainly because... I I don't think the Kalen Ponga thing works. I think they either persevere with it and they can't score any points. Because scoring points was such an issue for them last year, right? After that loss to Penrith, they didn't score 20 points for another 10 weeks.
1: Yeah, it was diabolical. It
0: was just terrible. So I can appreciate they have to try something, but I don't think it's going to work. And I think they either stick with it for too long or they move him back to fullback. And they bring in someone like Tyson Gamble, who seems to be the the other. Oh, there's there's, a player, and and there's a player that Knights. There, there's a player the Knights oh my fans God. Are yeah. love. So, it. so I yeah I, I I don't think the Ponga thing works, and on the basis of that, I've got the Knights down in fourteenth. Yeah, it's I'll tell
1: you and, all one thing people didn't know or not a lot of people knew about last year. Um, they had a handshake deal with Katoni Stags.
0: Oh, like yeah, I, yeah. He's is, is he what they needed though? Like no, was, no, but it, it would have been fun. Up. It was, It would have. It, it would have been. But what wait are you to, doing? Play are you
1: five,
2: to play five to play five eight Harry. I yeah,
1: think that's that's was, that was that yeah. was that was one of the original plans. Yeah, they he wanted to play six. Remember, I would not. Uh, I don't.
2: That, I. I've never thought of him as a six. I've always yeah, yeah. Those neither those neither have I. Man, it yeah. would have
1: been. You know, that's like if another team made that move. I'd have been like, I'm totally here for the chaos. Don't love it for my team, but you know, it would have been funny, but. Yeah, it would have
2: been funny. He's not wrong.
1: Yeah, but you know, it, it, funny. It, it, does, it, funny's it no have, comfort in the middle maybe, of June. Maybe,
0: maybe not funny, ha, ha but funny, funny, unusual, perhaps. Yeah. Like, do I amuse you funny? Like, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like a real Joe Pesci. And who knows? Exactly. Maybe
1: then they make another sign and you go, well, oh, Katoni, you could play right center now. And like maybe, maybe they, they fall us got... backwards into like well, something. Well, what's happening. your
2: what's your, I mean, you mentioned that Hastings is on very little and Miller's probably not on a lot either. What is your cap situation looking like in the next couple of years? Like, can you
0: go out and splash for a couple of big players? Or I think they can. Well, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really Realistically,
1: doesn't, okay, so let's look at it. When right. they
0: bankrupted the town and closed a few mines to keep Ponga there. Mm.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's fine, but I mean the cap's gonna be 18 million after the paywall finishes. Um <laughs>
2: that's true.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you're going to have the SAF twins on decent money, um, you know, like Pongers on all the money.
2: Yeah, but like guys, like even good players, like, Elliot's probably on a pretty team-friendly deal. If Braley resigns, like he's had a lot of injuries in the last couple yeah. of years. Like, the, yeah, that, look, he's, he's going to probably his cost
1: down a little bit. Good,
2: pl- good player, don't get me wrong when he's fit, yeah. but he's not going to be able to command the, the dollars of like a top number nine because of the way he's been able, unable to stay on the field. And then... You know, yeah, Dom Young's the yeah, guy if, you want if, to keep around for a long time. You yeah, look, that if you deal,
0: but who else? Yeah, is there if, really? if they
1: could sack Fitzgibbon and I'll tell you you know, the, use that shitload of money they pay him, like he just who, doesn't who, live who, up to I'll it.
0: Tell you who that? Well, I'll tell you who isn't living up to the money is Tyson Brazil. Hundred percent. We're at minute, we're at minute forty of this podcast, and we're trying to find good things to talk about with the nights and reasons to be excited, and none of us have said the name Tyson Frizzell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. Well, I mean, he's he, like he's. 32 now 31 he's he's 30 he's 31 he's got a player option for this year
1: yeah so that made him basically he took that player option up that made because you know there started to be like a few little like this is a very nba situation there was like talks that like the knights were shopping him and stuff like that and basically if he took the player option well he couldn't be trying you know he couldn't be moved on Mm -hmm. so he sort of signed on for another year like if you look at like his numbers in a vac, like each week, like he gets through his work and stuff like that, but there's none of that pop off the screen. Holy shit, like there's that was nothing, a really good nothing, nah, yeah, there's nothing there's
0: blockbusting there's, man. Like, nah. and that's the that's for me is the biggest is the biggest issue with with Tyson Frazel. Is he and we, I know it's been said on this show a thousand goddamn times, but he's he seems like he should have all this ability, seems like he should be one of those fantastic tackle bust and back rowers who really wreaks. He should be
1: Isaiah. I mean, at one stage he was like Isaiah Papali'i, but I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's just lost a step. Yeah. So
0: I, I I don't know, but like he's someone that I would expect a lot more from if, if the Knights are to do anything, to do anything this season. So his, like his numbers for this, for last season.
1: And sack Fitzgibbon.
0: Sack Fitzgibbon. You're off Fitzy. You don't want him. He can he hits a hole, he can hit a hole, or yeah. a hole at least he's just so like, average like, and he's just mate, never oh, I mean, he's just
1: never improved. He's just never yeah. added anything to his game. He's just never improved.
0: Yeah. And he's so soft. two two line breaks for all all the last year for Tyson Brazil in twenty one games. It's not great. Like that's meant to be your tackle busting weapon edge back rower.
1: Yeah, that you paid seven hundred thousand bucks a year for. Yeah, it, you just, you, yeah. You, 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 you're, you're not you getting you're giving there.
0: me you're giving me nothing. One hundred and eight running meters per game. Like just it's just it's just not inspiring stuff. Seven, 17 yeah. offloads, I guess that's okay. Yeah. you know it's just it's, and it's not Croke, what I love. It's and not Matt Croker needs see. to
1: get more minutes too in the middle. Oh, they wow. need to yeah. give Kroger. We more minutes. we
0: we really are. We really are talking about the Knights on a podcast when we say <laughs> Matt Kroger's got to get. <laughs> has playing. I just
2: think it's it's nice that Brazil's honouring like the the the, the time honoured tradition of like the forward who had better days elsewhere that runs out his contract at the Knights and by the end everyone's like please
1: retire. So Who's, your favorite? That... Oh, Who's your yeah, favourite? Who's well, your favourite? There's,
2: there's, there's Tim Glasby, there, A. Guerra, Jeremy Smith. There's a few of those. Anthony Tupo, that's a good yeah
1: one. yeah um that yeah that was an interesting brownie signing um. Ooh. I, I Glasby's pretty red hot, man, because I had people tell me, like, oh mate, he's gonna like change the culture. I'm like, they're paying him like
0: six hundred and fifty thousand bucks a year for what? Like I felt I felt a bit sorry for Glasby because he it did all it did all sort of fall apart for him for reasons yeah. he couldn't control. Like he started I, I think the best head. one
1: was the best one was the signing they didn't make. So do you remember they got Matt Scott down on a helicopter and they were going to give him like one point two million dollars? <laughs> no, I don't remember. What that. a mate, helicopter! <laughs> mate, that's he great. had just had neck surgery and eighteen months later had to retire because he had a stroke.
0: That's not. Oh, that's, shit. that's that's, that's the best that. one. Yeah. yeah, that is a great one. But like, if you look at like washed up forwards that went I'm to the Knights to think. finish up. Oh no, there's some beauties. That's another like great one. There's Steve Walters in the in the in the late. Yeah. 90s. Oh, there's, hang on, David Farlongo. David, David Falongo, there's Jacob Lillyman, there's Chris Hyington, Luke DeVico. Man, it's just, the, oh, I'll tell you what. Harry and I talked about the other night. Craig Smith, that's a one. Harry
2: and I talked about the other night, but when they were tr- literally not putting Kurt Reynolds in first grade so that they wouldn't trigger a contract
0: extension that he had. That was an all-time Brian Smith move. But ben there's so been. many more. Antonio Caffuzzi, Ben Cross. like Ben oh, Cross man. played what Origin a,
1: in that first year at Newcastle.
0: Oh yeah, he, that was that was just a bit of that residual storm, storm reputation stuff, reputation stuff getting through, getting through to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's gonna, a that's a that's a great way. Into let's great name way. some guys. Very quickly. Well, that's that's what this podcast is going to become with it the is. implementation of the guys naming dudes channel on Discord, which happened mm. last night. And I will tell you what, Why I didn't do anything. Changes. I got nothing done today. If you're not a pay, if you're not a patron, right? You should sign up. It's two bucks a month on the lowest level. Get on the Discord. You don't have to talk to anybody else. Just go to the Guys Naming Dudes channel. Yep. And all it is is people talking about random NRL players from the early 2000s and late That's 90s. Great. It oh, is the best fun that you can have. It's fantastic.
2: That's patreon.com forward slash We've got Kate Snowden, by the way. Oh yeah, Kate Snowden, yeah. Kate
0: Snowden did, did, the, did, the, did the very rare, came up at Newcastle, left, played better elsewhere, came back.
2: And, ran out it up. and then like got injured. I think he got injured in his last season. Like he
0: really, game. he really exhibited like sort of. Both, Harry, which two nations did Kane Snowden play Newcastle for? Experience
1: Italy. He played for Italy in the World Cup. He, yeah, he sure did, and Italy. he also because
0: played.
1: he he only, but he didn't play in the tournament straight away because he had to serve a seven-game suspension because he broke Ray Thompson's jaw.
2: Ray Thompson, there's a guy. Put that he, in the channel. He he broke
0: the shit out of Ray Thompson's jewelry. I'm just going to type it. Ray Thompson yeah. in the channel right now. Ray, complete
1: yeah, complete accident like Ray. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's like let's ask a 120 kilo Pasha Bolka to like lorry center <laughs> Pasha gravity Pasha. In, in, like that's that is on brand. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, I love to I love to crack a steel CD which, while listening to Silver which which, which current player Bulka.
2: which current player most embodies the spirit of the Pasha Bolka, Harry.
1: Oh. Shaq Mitchell. <laughs> like
0: Oh, just, that was mean. No, that was that
1: just was a, no, just a no, just a big dude.
2: Um I mean, it would have been if, if people Rose don't know what we're about talking the time, about, but, the Pasha Boko was like some giant like boat that carried steel or some ship Or, that cold, you know, in, in then washed up of, on a
1: beach in Newcastle and they couldn't move it. In the spirit of like you know, dude's name and dudes either like Casting back to yesteryear, let's go like Chris Leikvoll or Corey Pearson. I'll tell you the early you what We should
2: do. We should retro the Pasha Bolker Award should be for the Knights forward that won't retire. He's just stuck on that metaphorical beach that is the Knights salary cap, and Ooh, we could. Like that. <laughs> so Tyson feels the current Pasha Bolker Award. Current, the current
0: holder. yeah
1: the current Pasha Bolker Award winner. Jeez, not a spot you want to be. No, nah, it's not the best. Not the beach you want to be on. <laughs> oh,
0: I wish I was
2: on the beach right now. It is stinking hot in this study.
1: Um, as if it's if it's a beach, it's the one that Tom Hanks in Castaway was on. That's <laughs> that's the Pasha Bulk Beach.
2: We we talk we didn't we uh question we ask everyone a, a young guy to keep an eye out for not necessarily someone people might have heard of but someone else that's going to work their way into the first grade setup. Got a debut
1: year. last year. Yeah, got a debut late last year. Christian Mapapalangi. I think, will play a lot of first grade this year. So
0: right. I the only saw him when he played first grade last year, and it seemed to me that it was a bit early, but it was very much a let's get this bloke's feet wet because he's a big he's part, part of our good, future. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you sort of see as his best spot? Because I know he's played a bit of five eight and a bit of centre. He'll what be a centre. What do you want to see him? Let's take takeover yeah. for Gagai eventually?
1: Yeah. I, I, I'd put Gagai on wing now like because, honestly, Gagai after the first two weeks where I was like, Shit, could Dane Gagai win the Dally M?
0: <laughs> Wasn't that a time?
1: <laughs> yeah. When
0: Dane Gagai was the body So
1: the I, Yeah, I was like, there was a time where I was like, did the Bill Simmons, hey, turn the TikTok camera on? And then I asked that question. Um Let him speak. And then obviously it went really badly from there. Um yeah, I, I'd probably shift Gagai to wing now. And, you know, i like because I've always thought that's his best position. That
0: would have that would have my support, but I I really, really want to see Greg Marzu just get a full year in the NRL. Like if you're talking oh, about it, they signed Greg. Yeah. Like you talk yeah, about a guy. And who, he's a big, big dude, man. You talk like, about a dude who resent, who like embodies the Pasha Balka spirit of like not turning around much. Easy guy. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, guy. like that's a bit of Dom great, Young too, but defender.
1: Dom Young's so fast it doesn't matter. Not a,
0: so Mars not a great defender. Like if he has to turn around, it's going to be tough.
1: Well, him and Don well, Young bringing it up on kick returns, like that's, that's it. that's it. Yeah, like, he, like
0: he's insane. He's insane on kick returns. He yeah. always has been. Really sharp attacking player, and like, if I'm honest with you, as like a neutral observer of the Knights, I don't really give a shit about them would tackle. I just want him to like score, score a heap points. Of points and do a, do a bunch of mad shit. Like that's yeah, all score I points. want. Oh, you know that's what? what I, as, as Joe tooth, that's all I really want, man. So yeah. I don't care if he can't do anything else. You he know can what? Do fun, if he cool sucks. Start-
1: if you suck, it's it's like it's a bit better like if you can like throw the ball around and score 25, 26 points a game. Yeah. But when you just suck and you've got poor ball skills, no one can catch and pass, and you know, no one can do anything, no one's got an offload in them, no one's got any vision. Like yeah. that's like
0: when you lose that, games... That, that was you what was rough at like, was just games, nothing entertaining. Mate, when you lose games 34 to 8 because you open the scoring with a penalty goal and then the opposition scores 34 straight points. Yeah, no, score not about it. And then you with a barge over try from dummy half in the dying seconds of the match and it's pissing down rain and you're sitting there thinking, God, why have I wasted my life with this piece of shit fucking team? Like, that's the worst. Yeah. That's yeah. as bad as it gets.
1: Yep, it is. That and, like, that's the embodiment of what the, what the Knights were like. Like, just terrible. Like, just... Not fun to watch an attack. Yeah,
0: Harry, I feel like you've been really optimistic through this whole pod. Do you still do you still think they're going to come last? Because I'm not getting that talking to you.
1: Oh look, I I, I think we're cursed enough to finish last. Um, you what, what, what you you're what you said you
0: beat the curse.
1: you said you beat the
2: curse. You did you say that, but, but also it it, no. they're one ponger injury away from being probably the worst squad in the league. So there is that.
1: Yeah, oh. and you know what? Like you'll you'll lose Ponga through the origin period. You'll probably lose the Saphedi twins or one of them through will, or you know.
0: Okay, here's one. Will they lose Ponga through the origin period?
2: Oh, because you think if he plays five eight, then it's not good.
0: No, well, I, say say they stick with him at five eight through yeah. the season, like to I, the midpoint of the season. Do you, will Queensland pick him? I at think fullback? they'll
2: still pick him. Yeah, will, I think will
0: so. they? If he hasn't played fullback in all that time. Yeah, when like say say Reese Walsh has an unbelievable half a season for the Broncos, That's right? The or Brimson plays fullback for the Titans and absolutely kills it, or even someone like Xavier Savage has a great half year for the Raiders. All of a sudden, Ponga's stocks the stock is down. Uh, I could I could see, I could see them doing it. I could I could see them doing it. That's all I'm saying. I, I can't imagine a
2: scenario where unless Kalen Ponga has died that xavier savage is playing state of origin no, I, was just throwing, I was just throwing that i, out I also I'm can't really see gonna... aj brimson no doing i'm either... just saying
0: if ponga has a shit Vince, half year i don't think it matters yeah. fucking listen i am. if he has a, if he has half a shit season right at 5-8 yeah. you really think they're going to pick him yes. out of out of out of position out yes. of form and probably out of nick Queensland.
2: Yeah, I, yes, I think, heard I what you said. Good. I just don't agree
1: with you. I think they'll I pick think him no matter. I think if he's, they'll, they'll he's him no matter yeah, what. Unless if he, he's, so. he's healthy to play, they will play him.
0: If he's, he's so. healthy, he's playing. I don't think hundred percent. Slam- I
1: don't think it's a slam dunk. Mm. I think well, it is. I hope and if hope it is for Harry's
0: a, sake,
2: we don't have to find out.
1: Yeah, and you know, if if that's not the case, Des Morris or someone up in Queensland will just put the tape in at Origin three last year and go. This is what yeah. this guy can do.
2: Because he was so good last year. That's the thing. Like if yeah, it were I know, I know. like I just they, I just could not fathom a scenario where Pongo is fit and not playing state of
0: this year. I yeah. think it's I think it's possible.
1: Well, I
2: think
0: it's possible. And, it,
1: and if that happens, Campo, we can get Kevy crying doing a um doing a pre game presser about our heart This, how hard this it is. is the
0: state that chose not to pick Billy Slater. Yeah. Like not that long ago. <laughs> a it's good possible, point. man. These guys are crazy.
2: Yeah, I yeah uh, maybe if Walsh is an absolute superstar, but I just can't I'm, see it.
0: I'm just saying it's possible. It's possible. Well,
2: anything's possible. Yeah,
0: or possible you could wake police? up dead
1: tomorrow. <laughs> 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 well, Kevin Durant could get traded to the Suns at 2 a.m. in the morning. Wasn't that weird? We're going like, to get when This comes on out in that. like it six days' go. time. But
2: yeah, wasn't that weird? Yeah. The first day of the Test match just ended. People aren't going to hear the show until it's over. Good thing Australia lost by an innings and 400 runs. Yeah. Geez, we're not good.
0: Well, if you have the opportunity to drop your most prolific batsman of the summer <laughs> for guiding got you, duck. Editions, <laughs> you, go, you, you got to do it. Like, you just yeah, got
2: to do it. Don't you sure. have to.
1: For so an I'll, Englishman.
2: I'll, I'll, won't we look silly if Matt Renshaw makes a double ton on day four? With this I'll title. cop it off Renshaw. Or I won't cop it off Hanscom. That's
1: fair. Yeah, yeah no, Victorian. Um,
2: has anything you want to plug before we get out of here?
1: He's frozen, so yeah, I'm going to <laughs> take that
2: as a no. Oh, <laughs> his gaze, his oh, I, man, gaze i really need. Causing...
1: I got to apologize. I need a Wi-Fi extender at Mystics here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to guess. Nothing promote, but if you have a spare Wi-Fi ex-
1: extender, send it to Harry. Yeah, send one more. Harry, wife. if you'd like to Get just say touch. your home
2: address on the show right now, we'll make sure that none of the more <laughs> perverse members of the, of the podcast family contact you. What
1: else do you want? You. ABN, tax file number? Yeah, that'd be great. Wait, Okay, no dramas. Excellent. I'll put All it right. in
2: the DM. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Say goodbye, Harrison. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, Campo.
0: Bye, guys. Listen to the Screaming Jets.
2: And it's goodbye from me.